Well, did you ever think the day would come when we would see Sean Connery back as James Bond? I mean, since we have Wikipedia and the internet, I, I did see it coming because like we just we just knew it was a fact. But the appropriate response was never. <laughs> I, I I passed you. You the didn't ball. let me. You you didn't let me you finish it, and then you didn't put it. You on didn't the let floor. me finish. I was going to say right. I saw it coming, but I never wanted it to come. Oh, okay. Yeah. You also could have said, "Well, never say never." Oh <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that would have been a little on the nose. I could have said it and then winked at the camera. It feels inappropriate to say "Welcome back" because. When you say welcome, I feel like there's connotations around that. You say welcome, and you're implying that people have arrived somewhere that they would like to be, um, somewhere they should be happy t- to be. And if you're watching these 007 films the way that we're watching them, there's nothing happy going on here. There's nothing smile worthy. There's nothing. Fill me out here. It's a pit of despair. Is it is is what it is. It is a it is a pit. That's and for sure. What's in the pit? It's hard to know. It could be feces. Could be we, human feces. We don't want to know what's in the pit. We just don't. It smells like human feces. <laughs> we we are like marathon runners, and we've hit our wall. We are exhausted. A wall. We are emotionally exhausted, physically exhausted, spiritually exhausted. We, we, we say the end must be in sight. We look up, and we're still only on the fifteenth film of an endless twenty-six at this point. It could be a wall of human feces. <laughs> it right. smells like human feces. Yeah, I, it's ugh. After Let's... this, we have one more Roger Moore film, and then oh. on to Timothy Dalton. <laughs> who I, I have no, I have no, uh, I have no expectations for. I don't know whether that's something I should be looking forward to, um, right. or you know, or He's... if it's time to remove the safety from my air nailer <laughs> and just go a little wild. It it could. He's kind of a wild card. Could be good. Could be bad. We don't know. Could be. We don't know. Um, If you're new, run now. (laughs) Escape. It's as easy as hitting the back back button or the X in the top right or left-hand corner, depending on which operating system you use. Mm. Neither are sponsors of our show, so it doesn't really make a difference. Um, Yeah. Do I sound bitter? I feel bitter. You do. uh, Yeah, you do. You do. Okay. I am. Yeah. yeah. So that's who says you can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> uh, if you're new, we're reviewing all the 007 films. This is number 15 out of what Pete said is a whopping 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, good Lord. Good Lord. We're doing yeah. all the 007 films, including the two non Eon films, uh, one of which happens to be this one right here, mm-hmm. um, which is essentially just a 007 film that is. Uh, produced by a different production company. It's not produced by Eon uh, and is not in any way required to stick to the loosely followed continuity uh, 
Yeah. I mean, that, that feels like every 007 film. Mm-hmm. Just to, to hell with continuity. There's more <laughs> continuity in the X-Men films, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we rank the films on a scale of 0 to 10 in eight different categories. We take those eight scores. We find the average. And that gives us the overall score of the film. And then we we shove that into a list of all the others. We're kind of basically just trying to figure out the quintessential Bond film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because someone had to do it. I, I, I don't know why. See, I'd, listen. I don't know why either. It's I was the one that suggested let's let's do them all. You did, and you said no. And I then, did. And then you're like, I'll do the fr- you. I, then I said, okay, well, I'll just do it. <laughs> yep. Screw you. Uh, <laughs> you didn't say that. And you're like, well, I'll do the first couple. Yeah. And then screw you. I didn't and, say that either. And so that was the plan. You did a couple, yep. and then yep. I went solo. Yep. Uh, and apparently I suck on my own. No. Um, no. And so, but yeah, but then you were like, you know what? I've had a change of heart. Dad, I didn't. I want to. Um, I want to I, do them all. I didn't. A friend of the show. Well, kind of. You you could say she's more than a friend, really. But Daphne Kirkpatrick, uh, amongst a few other listeners, kind of chimed up and they're like, "The show's not the same with just one of you. Both of you are nothing." And at that point, our hands are tied, and we had to both review these films for better or worse. And but. But you seemed, you were on board. You were like, you know what? Actually, I do want to do this. I, I'm oh. interested. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to, you know. I, 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 uh, th- I, I was interested just as you were interested. Is always 2020. We were both interested at different points, and now we're at the same level of regret and sorrow and just bitterness. But yeah. such is life. Contracts are, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They leave a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's so get into this are. one. Let's do it. <laughs> do we have to? We have do to. I, does it seem like I'm I'm pushing things off? You are. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder why. Okay, so category number one. Sure. For this sack of shit is plot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> this was a hard category to rate as the film doesn't have a plot. Uh, I gave it a two. Yeah. This is interesting because this is the second... Is it, this is interesting for a couple reasons. Sure. It's the second 007 film to be a film iteration of uh, the novel Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, coincidentally, the other one was the other non-Eon film. So there's, there's, there's an Eon... Uh, James Bond universe. Yep. And then everyone else is just trying to make Casino Royale. Everyone else right. just wants to, you know, that's yeah. the one that that we're all caught up on for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so even though I knew the plot, mm-hmm. um, based on the fact that we had we'd already seen a film, we'd already watched a film with this. Uh, with this plot, basically, at any given point in time while watching this film, I had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah. I was so confused. 
I didn't even bother. And normally, so normally I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I pause the movie <laughs> and I pull up the Wikipedia plot and I read through until the point that I'm at. I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm caught up. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't do that. You know yeah. what? I didn't care. You didn't care. I didn't give a shit. I was like, yep. uh, I could look this up, but then I'll <laughs> just end up looking it up again in five minutes. Right. And then another five minutes. Yeah. So I just kind of went along for the ride and watched, watched the bullshit unfold. <laughs> I gave plot a two. Yeah. That's fair. That is, that is quite fair. Um, yeah, I gave it a three out of 10. Um, wasn't too far off from you. Like you said, um, well, we've got just nuclear bombs. We've got a pilot who's infiltrated. We've seen this before in, is it Thunderball that this happens? Uh, yep. Yeah, Thunderball. Regardless, um, this film just is a carbon copy of that. And I honestly was expecting a lot worse. I will say that with Sean Connery coming back, I was actually expecting something so bad it would be comically farcical and just flaming garbage. I'm not saying it wasn't flaming garbage. It was maybe just more garbage to me. Um, was it a good film? Heck no. Smelly garbage. Yeah. Was it a good film? Nope. Was it better than I was expecting? Because I had the bar pretty low. Yeah. I think it it was better than I expected. It was probably on par with all the other Bond films, which most of them to this point are not so hot. Um, Mm. but yeah, um, no, not much else to say. Just, it's too long for the story that's told. It's just too long. Um, It's the longest one yet. It is. Oh, felt like it. And just of note, uh, this is very heavily plot related. Like it's a spoiler alert, but what James Bond in this film is wearing a shirt tucked in and he literally has like one button done up. And that, that, that bothered me. I'm like, why, why are you even wearing a shirt? Just go shirtless. Yeah. Like, yeah. Matthew McConaughey. It. <laughs> Take that thing off. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Portrayal, uh, so pat- portrayal. portrayal of Bond. I yep. gave this a five. Sure. Um, it it felt consistent with Sean Connery's sure. portrayal of Bond. Yep. Um, it felt like a 15-year-later <laughs> old, just as creepy. Yep. Hasn't learned any lessons. Sure. You know, like there's a moment where he's getting, what is he getting like a physical? He's getting a medical exam because he's he's just old now. <laughs> like he's just which, old. Which, he's having which, adjustments done and, and which, the doctor's telling him like, okay, you need to diet and exercise, you fat idiot. Uh, <laughs> and the woman, so he's there and the woman's like, um... Okay, now I, I I'll just need uh, a urine sample. So if you can, if you can pee in this beaker for me, mm. and he looks at her and he's like, "From here," and she's like, she she looks at him like, uh, "Was that a, sir? Was that a sexual advance?" <laughs> and yeah. all I could picture in that moment was was Sean Connery saying, "Listen, sweetheart." <laughs> the name's 007. I can piss in a beaker from 300 yards. It's, it's, <laughs> seriously, it's not an issue. <laughs> he's uh, so creepy. He, he's, he is the creepiest of all the 007s we've had. Yeah. I'm not going to fight you on that for sure. Yeah. Of of note, this, this is not the last time by far in the series that we'll see Bond getting a medical exam saying you're out of shape, you drink too much, etc., etc. And also of note, although James Bond is like 
depicted by Connery seemed old, he's still three years younger than Roger Moore. Bleah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, Roger Moore's friggin', you know, he's, he's I, I don't even, I was going to say popping Viagras, but that seems irrelevant to the, he's just old. He's old as dirt, man. And he's still, and he's still picking up the 22-year-olds, so whatever. Like, just nasty, yeah, like wet, old, dirt. It could be human feces. I think it's just dirt. <laughs> Anyway, we're back on the same page again. I gave it a 5 out of 10. Honestly, I gave it like the score it did. It could have been lower. I gave it a high because I am so needing a respite from Roger Moore that I probably received this better than I should have. Um, You know, not new to a James Bond series. We do have an intercourse scene, but I think new to the series, we had one that was literally a montage. Like it would cue to them, cue to some fish in the sea, cue back to them, cue to a boat, cue back to them cue to like an ice cream stand down the road like it was a full-blown montage that i think we haven't been not saying we needed it not saying i wanted it uh i'm not saying i'm not emotionally scarred from it but i'm just saying it it was new it was also a full-blown sex scene though like this is this is the sexiest of sex scenes that's what i that's what i mean we've had like it is like it's not just like implied or like some sheets are wrinkled and you you pan in on them. Like it was like a montage of like the whole thing happening. Like I feel like the author of Fifty Shades of Grey saw this scene <laughs> and thought to themselves, huh. <laughs> Wonder if I've this... just had an idea. If I made this but less crappy. Yeah. If I made if I made something like this, uh <laughs> you know I, yeah, if I made something like this and added some some whips and some <laughs> some rope, and and uh, th- there would still be no need for consent because 007 doesn't ask, so you know. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not gonna go there, but it, it, with James Bond, definitely wasn't amazing, but it was a break from more, so hey, that's fine. And there wasn't any anything happening on a boat to finish off the film. But it did end off on a pool with him saying the title of the film and then winking at the camera. So that's cool, I guess. Do you think they couldn't afford a boat? <laughs> they blew the budget up to that point. And they're like, yeah, we, we're just going to have to film this in someone's backyard at their pool. And we that's all pool. we got. We have a, we have an inflatable boat. <laughs> a little remote control RC boat. We could use that. <laughs> You could have sex next to it. I, you can't. <laughs> you know, it's just not the same. Uh, uh, yep. Villains. Villain, yes. I gave this a two. Wow, okay. Need I say more? I, no, I, you don't. I just, that, okay. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Who cares? What a bad villain. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not enjoy this film. I, I don't know if that's... I don't want to come across too subtle. I don't want I don't want someone to think I did like it when in fact it didn't, you know, it wasn't the lemon in the tea that I ordered, but yeah. You're going to be you're going to be amazed. This film sucks, but I don't think it sucked as much as I thought it would and it got an okay score. I'm surprised I'm interested to see how pissed you're going to be about it. Okay. Well, you know, Villain? I will probably have to get pissed in order to <laughs> appraise it anywhere near you did. 
Yeah. Villain, I gave it a pretty high score. So obviously the villain sucked. Like I looked at myself and I said, what the heck am I watching? When I forget his name, but the Tears of Allah guy, the assistant villain, I guess, whatever you call him, he like pushes a button and it pans away at a two-way mirror and he's creepily watching a couple like having a ballet lesson and he's like listening to some tunes while doing it. And I'm like, where, what are we doing? Like, what is, what is, what are we doing here? Like, just stop. Just not you as the, at the character, you should stop. But the creative team, like, what are we doing? But believe it or not, I gave this villain a six out of 10. Only, 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 only. And I'm, I'm, that's because I'm considering the villain Max von Sydow. And because he is such a stellar actor, kind of like when we had Christopher Lee in the Golden Gun, I gave Christopher Lee a seven. Max von Sydow is such a legend of an actor himself that he just so heavily bumped the score that overall I panned him in as the villain and it got a six. So... Other than that, it sucked, but Max von Sydow for the win. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, so gadgets. Mm-hmm. I gave this a four. This is the most gadgety I feel like we've seen Sean Connery. I would agree. Um, And so that was bringing the score up. I was like, sure. oh, yeah, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then one of his gadgets was a briefcase full of junk food. <laughs> what the hell was that? Yeah, mm, and then and and yeah. it didn't even look good. Like I was like, "Is this refrigerated? Like there's caviar in here." I feel yeah. like it's been room temperature for longer than two hours. Like, sure, you guys can have a romantic evening, but in a few minutes you'll be on the toilet because yeah. this is not like kept well for food safety handling. Like you, yeah, sweetheart, we could have a kale salad or. I can offer you a wonderful evening full of food poisoning. (laughs) Exactly. And I promise to hold your hair while you vomit in the toilet. (laughs) Which, for all the Sean Connery films, would still probably be the most sincere thing we had seen on film, if that had occurred. Oh, yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. Gadgets, believe it or not, I gave this a 7 out of 10. Wow, that's is that the highest you've ever given gadgets? I think so, and I made a note of this. This might be the best Bond get g- gadget film for me yet, and I, it's because oh, I just dang. I did not get a gimmicky feel from it. There's sometimes where we get one good gadget, but then there's a lot of gimmicky crap for me. Just with this one, it was so good. So th- I, I I got a kick out of those binoculars that we saw. They were very Star Wars New Hope worthy, but. I, I loved the not yet perfected exploding pen, loved the laser watch where he used to break out of handcuffs, and just the personal rocket ships. Like, those last three things were all very cool. They were all very Bond, but I never rolled my eyes or thought they were corny at all. And for some for that reason, I gave it a 7 out of 10. So, Good lord. Yeah, I know. Um, Fights in action. Sure. I gave it a 5. Cool. Uh, yeah. It was definitely action-packed. Sure. Uh, but he was old. Like, it seemed like an old, fat James Bond mm-hmm. fighting. And so, I mean, for being old and fat, he was commendable. <laughs> um, Just out of context, like, he plays James Bond in this film... And literally a couple years later, then he plays Indiana Jones's father in The Last Crusade. Like, yeah, just literally several years, like just a couple of just years a, later. Just like a couple, like not 10, 
Not no no no. Not eight. Like literally a couple. Four. Four. If that. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm looking. Maybe six at the most. Six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. You know. Maybe I think, there's. Do you think that's connected? Is there? Is this a conspiracy theory? For what? Do you think that <laughs> James Bond is Indiana Jones' father? I mean. <laughs> Who the hell knows anymore? Would he know? Would he know? How many kids do you think Bond has he doesn't know about? There's there's a whole podcast series just on that. Yeah. I don't know if I want to listen to that podcast series, but there is a podcast series on that. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're on the same page. I like how we're gelling. I gave a 5 out of 10 to fights in action. There was one scene that I actually really enjoyed where Bond was fighting a henchman at that health clinic. And there was something that was actually choreographed choreographed and kind of visualized in a fun way where they're having a fight and they join a group of people watching a boxing match and like their ebbs and flows and they're, they're throwing punches to each other align with this boxing match. And so no one really hears this fight going on. And it was just kind of clever and witty. And I was like, hey, for what this film is, I'm surprised that there was a scene that I appreciated. And it the scene concluded with James Bond throwing his urine at a henchman and it like burned his eyes out like it was literally the scene from indiana jones where like the nazi guy melts like that's literally what happened which makes me that much more curious on the test results from when he peed in that beaker what yeah there's something with his ph i think yeah yeah is maybe a little off yeah uh, but beyond that scene, it it was pretty rank. I mean, there was a lot of fight sequences that I sh- felt like should have lasted two seconds, lasted 40 minutes, what it seemed like. Um, there was a full feature length tango dance with James Bond where he's just dancing with a girl, giving her like a filled out expositional dialogue. And I it just kind of slowed things down plot wise. And for me, the cherry on the cake was a very unrealistic, very poorly visualized cinematic effect where Bond is with the Bond girl on a horse and they jump off what seems to be like a five to six story building into water. And it just didn't look real. It looked awful. And it wasn't very realistic. And just everything about it just st- stunk like garbage rotting on your porch that you've left for a few weeks and a dog urinates on. Yeah. Could most likely garbage. Could be human feces. <laughs> Probably just garbage. Okay. Uh, Bond girl. Uh, yes. I gave this a three. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's no Honey Rider. It's no, <gasps> no. Good Night. Um, and I just felt like, do you realize that he's old? He could be your father. Like, <laughs> he he's could old be your grandfather, for heaven's sakes. To you know, like you're gonna want to party all night and have sex with him. <laughs> He's going to want to fall asleep eating chips in the bed watching Johnny Carson. Like it's, <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> you're going to say, sweetheart, can we go upstairs and have sex? He's going to say, honey, I, sweetheart, I can't do both. <laughs> I'm going to have to pick one or the other there. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Boy. That's, that's, I just got weird vibes from the whole romance. Oh, for so sure, for sure. She she scored poor, and maybe it's not even that's not even really her fault. Uh, well, no, but but no. to hell with her. So. Yeah, uh, I gave her even lower. I gave her a two out of ten. Um, and I just feel like yeah, she wasn't given much screen time, much storyline to get a good score, 
And my literally my only note of significance was Domino at the end of the film in the conclusion when they're at this pool, um, not in a boat, but in a pool. Domino with the 1980s appropriate tiger print bathing suit where literally there's a tiger's face and eyes blown up on this bathing suit. And it is, Mm -hmm. it is something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, baby. Yeah. Two out of ten. Two. Cool. Uh, Supporting characters. Mm Mm-hmm. I gave this a two. Fair enough. Uh, I have a couple of things. Sure. Uh, now you're normally better at this than I am. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a different actor for Felix, right? I do before. You. <laughs> Something about him is off. I don't know. Oh yeah. I just think maybe it's not the same guy as usual. <laughs> no, so Felix is played by a black guy, and that's that's. Uh, I don't know. I liked that. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, totally. Felix, there's That's no cool. reason for Felix not to be a black guy. That's great. And, and it actually, in all seriousness, when we get to less poopy Bond films, he is played uh, by a black person again. And I think it's oh, my really? favorite Felix w- in in that uh, instance. Um, I'm just laughing farcically because, yeah, I knew where you were going with that question. It seems like we've had 15 James Bond films and literally... 15 different people playing Felix like it and and legitimately this is the first time that I've noticed this is the first time that I've gone oh yeah that's yeah. that's a different guy yeah no yeah. I've I've I, for some reason I think it's because I there is one that we're getting to that I enjoy so much that I've honed in on Felix that I'm curious to see that character develop and change over the years and so far we really haven't seen much to write home about but I have noticed, hey, it's a different one here, a different one there. And you're like, what? Like, and yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Um, uh, interesting that um, Nigel, <laughs> who is played by the esteemed Rowan Atkinson, yep. brilliantly played by him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nigel has been my favorite character in both iterations of Casino Royale. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, he's just my, my yeah. He, he's probably my favorite supporting character mm-hmm. outside of M Money Penny Q. Sure, right? Like, yep. Outside of our regular main reoccurring supporting characters, right? Right. Uh, which brings me to Q. I didn't have an issue with it per se, but it wasn't. The, it just wasn't the right guy. Like I just, you know, I think. I think I was just put off by the fact that it, I, I'm ready for a new bond. I wasn't ready for a new Q. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I think Q's line of like, you know, I'm hoping for some gratuitous violence and sex, or <laughs> I'm hope I'm hoping that we're going to have some gratuitous violence and sex. That's what it is. And it's like, uh, I, I get what you're saying. You might want to reword that a little because it's possible that. Bond's gonna think you're coming on to him. Um, <laughs> um you know, and then we're back to the fifty shades of gray thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So I gave it a two. I don't know. I I, I really enjoyed Nigel, uh, mm-hmm. but he's not in enough of it for me to have scored it any higher. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I give it a four out of 10. I, we, d- like you said, we did get a featured Q segment in his lab. For me, Q in this film just fell so flat for me. Different actor. 
I just don't really care for him or any of his sequences. M was as crisp as a cardboard in a rainstorm. Didn't care for him. The only reason this got a four is because of Rowan friggin' Atchison. Heavily bumped the score. Would have been lower without him. And Felix Leiter, um, again, like you said, was a different actor. I feel like he was just involved in a very corny, suspenseful jump scare where they just pan on him. We have no idea who he is. And he throws something at Bond. Bond catches it and they like laugh and embrace and like go get my ties together. And it's like, oh, he's a villain. No, they're friends. Oh, you're just playing with us. Okay. Yeah. They they preyed on our ignorance. Yeah. Seemed a little... Yeah, I don't appreciate that. Seemed a little gimmicky. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bond song. Yep. I gave this a one. Oh, man. I mean, there's technically a song, but there's no sequence. There's no... <laughs> it's, it was incredibly jarring not to have the film open with the gun barrel sequence mm-hmm. and and there's, we don't we don't get the Bond theme song even. Right. Uh, so music was very lackluster for yeah. me. And uh, and scored it a a respectable score of one. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. Respectable. Yeah. Definitely, this film was at a disadvantage because there was a lot of copyright issues. So, um, things like the gun barrel sequence, the James Bond theme, a lot of the things that the films rely on to have kind of a sequence and a thread, this film couldn't just for copyright issues. So. I gave it a 4 out of 10. Maybe I'm being a bit generous. I definitely remember it. It was notable, but it wasn't very good. It was just kind of neutral, maybe a bit worse than average. Um, it, it just seemed like a 80s action movie theme, and I didn't grade it because, you know, I didn't grade against it because it wasn't like the other Bond films, just because I did read, hey, it couldn't because of copyright issues, so I didn't hold it against it. That's fair. Yeah. I did I did uh, miss the 007 theme though. There was a couple times where like I thought it would be perfectly cued in and just they couldn't and I missed it. Yeah. Uh one liners. I left this blank. Nothing stood out to me. Did yeah, anything stand nothing. out? Yeah. Not really. No. Just just a couple of you know, typical sly creepy shit that <laughs> was yep. better left unsaid. Yes. Of of note, the catchphrase for this film actually I looked it up. It says Sean Connery is back, and so are the harassment lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. Sean Connery is back, and so is his sciatica. And, <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, he, he, he's back, but it's not a strong back. It's 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 kind of a hunched over, <laughs> pained back. Oh boy. Uh, so if I score all that up, this gets a three. Wow. Where does that the rank on your score, scale? The worst score I have ever given. It is? It's the worst? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'd rather watch I'd rather watch uh, For Your Eyes Only. <sighs> this, this was wow. a shit film, man. What, can can, can I ask a, you a question? This or yeah. Thor The Dark World? Uh, Thor The Dark World. You would rather rewatch Thor The Dark World. Yeah. Yeah. Heaven. Holy hell. Wow. Yeah. I'm Human speechless. Just, I'm speechless. It's just garbage. It, it, well, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. 
I I gave it a little bit higher. I gave it four and a half out of ten. So below middle of the road, which would be a five. I'm trying to do a quick quick scan. There is one, two, three, four. I think four that ranked lower than this. Um, okay, but it's it's pretty poopy again. I think a lot of its points came from me expecting. I thought it was going to be comically bad, and it wasn't. It was just bad. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it just I sucked. was expecting something just so horribly bad. Just, yeah. Like, uh, when, like when I read, the reason it's called Never Say Never Again, it had to do with, like, just a, a spoof on John Connery saying he would never play James Bond again. So right. When, oh, yeah. When you're, when you're making the title just a spoof on the other James Bond films, I was expecting, like, this isn't even going to be a serious film. No. Uh, it was. It tried to be. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think this film ranked on the tomato meter? Bottom, bottom 10. <laughs> Middle 10. What? <laughs> okay, what, what options are left? Okay, you've got 12, 14, 17, 18, and that's it. 18. 14. For the love of God. 14? 14 at 69%. So on the tomato meter, it is better than... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw up. It's better than live and let die on the tomato meter. This is disgusting. <laughs> it's literally three times than the Casino Royale, which I know we're classifying as different, but was still your favorite so far. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so done. But the thing is, you're not. There are more I'm to not. go. I got so much more to go. <laughs> I'm over halfway. Yay. Yay. Uh, okay, well, I put this thing in an envelope, <laughs> strap a bomb to it, and stick it in a United States mailbox. <laughs> yep. Um, please like, follow, subscribe on our links below on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you haven't done so already, um, that's where you can get our new information that we send out on our links. And that's also where we have our votes where you can influence what films we review next. If you're feeling so inclined, you can check out our Patreon page and our merchandise page below, and you can help support the show and pay the bills. If you're not feeling that level of support quite yet. Even just a like and a comment means a lot, and we appreciate the feedback. It does mean a lot, Mom. So <laughs> maybe get off your ass and like my show. Whoa, comment on it, ouch. Mom. I'm just kidding. I love my mom. She yeah. knows that. She also doesn't listen to the 007 episodes. So I can basically say, you know, my mom cooks a real dry turkey or right. any of these things. Right. And and there's no there's no repercussions sure. whatsoever. Yep. I don't think she listens to I can't imagine she hasn't seen the films, so guess we'll find maybe out. Maybe we should end this. Let's end this. Sure. <laughs>